0: Let's get magical. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? He's Mr. Wo-wo. Aunties and Uncles, He's Mr. Wo-wo. monks, Kabbalists, He's Mr. Wizards, He's Mystics, Mr. Sons and Daughters of God. He's Mr. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. He's Mr. Wo-wo. Welcome everybody to another wonderful episode of the Mr. Woo Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vermey. I uh I remember uh, last week was a little bit intense and very long-winded. I'd like to thank my guest, Jason Beskin, for coming on and enduring the onslaught of mental energy that was that last episode. It's a lot. It's a lot when you're taking on uh, the topic of, of evil, right? Because ultimately, in a higher dimension, it's, it's an illusion. But man, it feels real. It feels real when, it's, when you're in the, in the same cauldron as it, in the soup. So thank you, Jason, for uh, for being my guest and for being a great Reiki student. I'm looking forward to further trainings with you. This week's been pretty nuts. How's it been for y'all? I mean, good, crazy, but a lot going on in the lives of other people, the people I love around me. Um, just trying to shower them with as much white light and love as I possibly can. And you, you listener, I hope you're you're absorbing as much love as I can send you. I got a couple of uh, new listener shout outs. I'd like to thank Miss Jerry Gordon for uh, for trusting me with her energy work and for binge listening to this, this podcast. You're awesome, girl. Thank you. And uh, Miss Jamie Hernandez, who is uh, in her own right, like really blooming as a, as a mystic. She works with my wife a lot, but she's uh, been listening a lot. So I thank her for her her matronage and her support. Um, may long continue. <laughs> if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, if you're on uh Spotify, you could put like a little follow on there or subscribe or whatever whatever they call it. I don't know, it helps the show out, I guess. I'm not really good at advertising. I'm I uh I do social media but I'm not great at it. <laughs> I'm not great at it. And uh on the topic of social media, I got my Death Eater of the Week. A Death Eater of the Week. This is a kind of a wild exchange, you guys. I was, I was on Twitter, and I have like six followers, and I always feel weird about the the term follower because it makes me feel like a cult leader, right? It's like, how many followers do you have? I am like, I am not Jerry Jones. It's weird. But while I was on there, I was um, on this gentleman named Steve Kirch's uh, account. And this is one of the guys, like during the pandemic, he was one of the main reasons that I decided to not, under any circumstances, participate in the, the vaccine campaign. Because he went on to a podcast called the the Dark Horse Podcast. is hosted by Dr. Eric Weinstein and his, his wonderful wife. Brilliant, brilliant people. And they had both him on and Robert Malone. Dr. Robert Malone, who is one of the – let me see. He was – he helped pioneer the, the technology of what ended up creating the spike protein. Basically, mRNA technology. He was one of the foremost scientists that was responsible for creating it in general. And he was on this podcast with Steve Kirch as guests. So I'm watching this with my wife. And Steve Kirsch knew there was something that didn't really add up the vaccine but it was it was immediate in his in his view and his family because he had i think 6 people that were close to him that after one week after taking it either had a massive cardiac response or just just dropped dead just dropped dead and he was noticing um, that it had affected especially women's like reproductive cycles and Dr. Robert Malone was there with scientific data especially out of Japan that was corroborating what Steve Kirsch was was claiming, and the three of them. The discussion. If you can go back and ever watch that episode, you, you know you can Google it. It's uh, Dr. Eric Weinstein, Dark Horse Podcast, and then Robert Malone and Steve Kirsch. And Steve Kirsch is like a like a CEO of a tech company, and he became like very rich doing that and successful. But he's been been kind of sounding the alarm on um, gene vaccine technologies and Robert Malone was corroborating everything that he'd said that it goes after the female reproductive system and things of this nature that people are just now starting to uh, find out shout out to the Swiss government for completely pulling all COVID vaccines off their market and in the UK pulling it off for anyone under the age of 70 starting to starting to trickle down people are noticing something's going on so anyway I was watching this podcast and that's where I, I found out about Steve Kirsch, and he's been very vocal on Twitter about um, the side effects of these, of these shots and the way it's affected families and, and the uh, international numbers. And while I was on there, uh, I made a comment that you know no one was willing to debate him on these topics, no doctor. No, and he would offer a million dollars for someone to debate him on what he knows about the mRNA technology and the Pfizer shot in particular and the uh, Moderna one. I said, is no one willing to debate this guy? And this person comes on with the moniker Dr. Evil 2003, right? Just no red flag there. And was just basically tearing into the guy. And and uh, was kind of impudent, you know, and disrespectful. Like on a, and I'm not a big fan of bullies. So I was like, oh, and this person's a doctor. I so, said, well, I think maybe you're the one that sounds like throwing a temper tantrum, man. And they wrote back, it's ma'am. So initially, I wrote back, of course, just being me. Um, I don't give a shit if you had three dicks and two pussies. You're being an asshole and you still haven't debated them. But I deleted that tweet. Have you guys ever done that? I'm all new to Twitter. I've only gotten on it since Elon Musk took it over a few months ago. Because now it's like the best free speech platform. The only one, really, that there is without being censored and getting, uh, getting news in an uncensored way. It's the only way you can get real information and corroborate it. So I took that off because I was like, that's just too mean. You know, this person might have a deep psychological tie to their sense of self identity through sexuality. Not that I care about such things. They might though. And I went on this Twitter thread with this, this person that claimed to be a doctor and you know, I went onto their profile page, which you can apparently do. And this person's uh, moniker was called uh pnw doc is righteously angry and their pinned tweet it, it was a woman apparently because they were too cowardly to actually show a full photo of themselves it was like a half of their face and i saw that this person this lady was a doctor that was formerly at twitter as the one of the main doctors if not the main doctor that was censoring free speech information the whole pandemic the whole pandemic and was censoring yeah but they call in misinformation but it was just basically you know being a psychophant for uh the regime if you will of the people i was talking for, talking about in the uh <laughs> in the last podcast right so i uh went on this crazy <laughs> crazy uh, thread with this person and uh, it it just blew my mind. I said well, weren't you the person that was in charge of misinformation at Twitter? Didn't Elon Musk fire you? How's that gene therapy going for you? Have you taken a D-dimer test? And a D-dimer test is a test where they test you for blood clots. I said good luck with that. And then her response was (laughs) her response was Uh, apparently you're one of those crazy anti-vaxxer people why don't you why don't you retweet a few more anti-vaxxers uh for your thread and i was like ooh, they're using a slur i was like well i'll use a slur for her then you know (laughs) because again i'm still trying to get over the whole petty thing also and try to get like better at this so i said you know that's probably just the spike protein that's violating your blood brain barrier that's nestling in your falx cerebri i was trying to use medical terms so she would know i wasn't an idiot uh talking and i said good like as i said good luck to you lab rat you know because that's how they view everybody that participated is just some kind of you know laboratory experiment and she got so angry Oh, I also mentioned to her, I was just like, you might want to take down that pinned tweet because when people find out the full measure of what these shots do, you who were propagating this shot and like saying that it was safe and effective, people are going to want to come for you (laughs) and you're going to need a lot more than luck than that. You need a lot more than luck, so you might want to take that down, but, but cheers, thank you. She was so offended, you guys that uh, she blocked me. She blocked my tweets. She blocked my, oh, man. So basically, I own someone with a PhD that used to be a propagandist for Twitter who was censoring doctors like Dr. Malone and people like Steve Kirsch for misinformation who who was then fired. So she, whoever Dr. Evil 2003 is, gets Death Eater of the Week. Congratulations, dummy you played yourself. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, it was fun. I don't know if you've ever like taken down someone that's like totally full of shit and like, just like a few arguments, but you know, I probably shouldn't have uh, derived joy from that. But because of how much she was censoring other people, I thought how apropos that an uneducated schlub like me could take down a doctor that was affecting the world through lies. Um, in like four tweets in four tweets she blocked me and man it's gonna probably be roiling through her head for the next couple couple months because again i'm uneducated nobody well yeah and follow me on twitter if you want on the mr woo woo podcast uh but what's the use right it's ridiculous um instagram would be preferable and you can uh see my ridiculous stupid face there doing energy healings on wonderful people and it's wonderful. Uh, I just want to say, yeah, the last two the last two episodes, you guys, was just really intense. I went back and listened to them, and I you know I was talking about a lot of COVID shit. And uh, the second, I mean, the last one I did was all about like the Death Eaters and stuff. We don't have to worry about them, y'all. The light is way more powerful than all of these forces combined. Spirit, God, the I Am father the mother they trump all of these things as as far as power and and divine love is is just its own thing all you have to do is unplug from the information streams that negative people are sending to you and the television shows and even the ones you're enjoying that are kind of like great you know i mean the, the pleasant mistake of watching peacemaker on hbo If any of you saw the new Suicide Squad with James Gunn, brilliant, right? He did a spinoff show called Peacemaker that John Cena's in. That was just so brilliantly well done. It was so incredibly well written. The music, the action of it was incredibly well done. And it was, I just realized the effect it had on me was negative overall. And I was like, oh man, I'm doing the exact same thing I tell people not to do. Where I was super entertained, but... There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of gunfire. There was a lot of agony. I was like, oh, "All right, you know." But it's so brilliant. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just pass on the second season. And congratulations to John Cena for you guy deserved like a Golden Globe. He was amazing in it, you guys. If you have HBO, it's worthwhile if that's your thing. Uh, but by juxtaposition, last night, I saw the Mario Brothers with my wife at the drive-in. The drive-in's awesome because you can do so many things there without anyone knowing. Bow chicka bow wow. And uh, though we didn't do any hinky pinky kind of stuff this time around, you know, intimacy, like a couple of kids, we were just there uh, exercising our usual old habit. And we had not uh, done this for like a really long time. Uh, but your boy realized like, I might be out of the game forever. I, I smoked weed right because i it's the drive-in and it's like um you know an animated movie like super super vivified super bright and you know i think i might be done i might be done with that forever i hadn't done it in months i was like ah maybe we get a pre-roll check this out okay why not you know because i used to smoke so much like for the last off and on for the last like 18 years because i never drank really that I thought like, oh, least amount of side effects. And I could just feel myself get dim. I could feel, I I was trying to find like where I could enjoy it. Woke up with a hell of a headache. But on a sidebar note, if you're feeling down in the dumps, go watch the Super Mario Brothers. It is incredibly well done, especially if you grew up in the 80s or 90s. You will love it so much. It was super great. Jack Black is hysterical and awesome as Bowser. He like sings ballads and shit. Phenomenal movie, I totally endorse it, <laughs> and that is a huge juxtaposition to what I was watching with Peacemaker. It was just so pleasant. Um, the marijuana didn't make it pleasant, and I'm just gonna probably go like full clear now, like forever. Uh, but it was, it was, it was eye opening. The whole thing was a learning experience. Uh, so I know that 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 theater of the week was was all over the place, but um, uh, <laughs> I'd recommend the Mario movie not watching um shows that will bring you down and um yeah if you're ready to let go of weed let go of it dude like i think i'm super ready it was like ridiculously dimming and uh i just realized after having been clear for so long you know clarity is its own its own thing its own drug and it was getting more and more vivified so i I look forward to exploring those waters a lot more in the future um and pretty much my entire future. <laughs> uh, but it's... Yeah, it was really eye-opening, the whole thing. And uh, I didn't get as much satisfaction at taking down um, a misinformation czar as much as I could, especially because she was so incredibly educated. But super evil, just like their moniker. Sometimes you got to speak truth to evil people and shut them down. Uh, but it didn't give me... Didn't give me that joy and satisfaction I used to derive by taking down people verbally. So I guess that's also altering in me. I guess I'm getting kind or something in my older ages here. But uh, also, oh yes, Wizard of the Week this week, I want to give it up for my cousin, my cousin-in-law, Megan Colbrenner out in Connecticut. Congratulations, girl. Congratulations on Reiki. Congratulations on... Holding it down for your family during during tough times and holding space when everybody else might be in a terribly negative state that you can you can hold a space for transformation and yeah, very wizardy, you know. I well, thought homegirl was a muggle, I was wrong. She got her Hogwarts acceptance letter and is killing it in the magic department. She's absolutely growing so fast, buying gemstones, so proud of you. So happy for you. And uh, keep growing. Keep becoming more magical every day if you can. That encouragement goes out to all of you. All of you magical people. You can revise your history in your mind and change its charge. It's amazing. It's amazing like the paths we walk on and the, the sidebars that we take. I recently had a session with someone I went to high school with and we were in key club and me and this girl didn't resonate with each other very much. We didn't get along. Uh, but I, I saw her in the office and she's like, did I, did I go to high school with you? And I said, yes, I remember you and your name. And she was like, oh my God, it's so trippy. Well, she told me this long list of things, uh, that she wanted to work on or that had been affecting her. Apparently, she became deep state. She ended up working for the Alphabet Boys, if you know what I mean. And she said, I, I'm retired early. I got P- PTSD from the stuff that I saw and the stuff I participated with and in. And I was like, oh my God. And knew other people from high school and in the same club that that I was in. And they also worked in D.C. and they also worked for... Uh, like the NSA or the CIA or was part of, you know, Obama's regime or, and it was just mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing to see like how our paths had diverged and I was able to kind of create a a healing space for her and she was trembling and letting go of the past and I realized that all of the information I'd accrued since we'd met each other was was useful to her evolution. We never know how we're going to be able to affect the people around us And every person that gets around us is another opportunity to bring them up. Um, Unfortunately, in many cases, to bring them down. To praise them. To judge them. Criticize them or condemn them. Or to be grateful for them. And to adore them. Every person is an opportunity. Every single person it comes into your presence and goes, mm, like dialogue, like on Zelda, like beep, 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 And you go, hey. And then you're exchanging information with them. Every one of those is an opportunity to bring someone up or down. Sometimes it's neutral, but it rarely is. It's usually a little bit up or a little bit down. I'd invite you today to try to play this game where like every person you interact with, the person bagging new groceries, uh, person that even cuts you off, everybody at work, See if you can't infuse that with a encouragement or or bring them up. Sometimes if people are just reeling off what's going wrong, that silence, letting them just say it out loud and empty their heart is the is the greatest gift you can give them. That came from Tat Ninh Hung, great Vietnamese Buddha that was based out here in California. Just let them empty their heart. You don't have to override it with positivity while they're talking about the negativity, but give them that space too. And when they give you the opportunity, encourage them, infuse them with courage and with love. Let me see what else we got going on here. Oh yeah, a little bit of advertisements. I thought I would, uh, I already covered the whole like, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Ugh, I don't know even know how I feel about saying that verbally. You know, it's like you would have if you wanted to, right? Yeah. But it helps my statistical numbers, and eventually that'll help me get sponsors. Oh, and by the way, I got to thank every single one of you, especially those of you who have listened to more than one of these podcasts. I have way more listens. I was like looking at the data because the website that I upload all of these podcasts to gives you that kind of data. And this is only my 30th episode, but by my 28th episode, I'd already reached... Over one thousand listens that over one thousand of my episodes have been listened to. And that just blew me away. I am so grateful to you all. You're like, is he grateful to me while I'm listening? Yes, I'm grateful to you who is listening right now. I'm sending love and gratitude to you. Cause any new thing comes with a lot of doubt. You know, who are you gonna is it are you gonna be good at it? Is it gonna be useful? Is it gonna be entertaining? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm in this for 520 episodes minimum. And only, I mean, this is the 30th one right now. And people in countries I would never have dreamed were were listening in and, and tuning in. So my heart goes out to every one of you. Uh, my love to you, if, if you are suffering in any way, Shambhala to you, all the rays of light of God to you, May it uplift you and heal you, and if you're already feeling great and things are going well, may your blessings be accelerated. I'm so happy to be able to speak with you, and as we go forward at this journey, like, just know we can all keep growing, all of us. I never thought I'd be at the point where I'd let go of weed permanently. You know, I I cleanse out for like holy, like these these last couple of full moons, holy days, Easter. A lot of, a lot of this thing. you want to be as clear as possible. So when you do um, ceremony or meditations or invocation, that there won't be any of that sticky residue, um, blocking or hampering your intention creatively. But like it's wonderful that you can learn uncomfortable lessons because that's the impetus to change your habits. And that was one of my very last things. One of my very last things to like let go of. And I'll probably be a better communicator because of it. I'll be able to communicate better with my wife, be able to um, speak more clearly with my clientele and the people that I help energetically. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. Um, yeah, pretty soon we're going to go to the holiest of holies. I'm going to go up to uh, Mount Shasta. Hopefully I can do one of these podcasts while I'm up there and uh, that's just a whole nother energy it's like a big vortex at mount Shasta, just like there is over, over like sedona or hawaii and when you're there you're just buzzing with energy it's almost like you you took a mind-altering substance but it's just because you're where a bunch of the earth's ley lines intersect that you're, you're feeling buzzing and one of my favorite metaphysics stores ever there is uh is their soul connections so phenomenal Um, so yeah i'd recommend you get out camping i'm gonna go camping pretty soon go get in touch with the earth put your feet in the ground and the soil do some bushcraft you know get scouty light a fire not not in the forest just in a fire pit and uh yeah this is this is all my thanks to you all all of you wonderful expanding beings thank you thank you so much I'd also recommend if any of you know anybody that's getting married, especially in like the California area, Hawaii, if you want the most beautiful wedding photographs and with the most charismatic, amiable, professional, beautiful photographers out there, my brother Jordan Ramey is your guy. He is the uh, the owner of J. Ramey Photography. If you look at jrameyphotography.com, even just for fun like and look at some of his shots you can tell my brother's going to be one of those ultra photographers man like this guy will do gallery work one day i swear to you he's expanded into a lot of the fields like um portrait photography but dude his wedding photography is like the most gorgeous like he makes everyone look so beautiful and capture emotion with a camera It's, it's incredible it's just it's like he found one of his superpowers He could do it all kind of. He's like one of those guys that can do like so many different forms of art. But like, dude, he's magic with a camera. That is his magic wand, you guys. So if you want to look unbelievable, if you want your family to look unbelievable, he's worth every penny. He's based out of LA. You know, photographers are a pretty penny nowadays, but you'll still get him for far less than he will be even three or five years from now because he's only getting better and his product is only getting better. So, jrameyphotography.com, if you get a chance. And if you are, let's see, stressed, inflamed, depressed, anxious, spiritually stuck, feeling like you're being spiritually attacked, I'm the guy for you, Ghostbusters. No, I'm not, I'm not a Ghostbuster, but um, yeah, I am talented at shifting people's energy around these issues they could be make you feel like a prison like they're like you're stuck but you're only as stuck as you think you are and sometimes you just need an outside catalyst even for the spiritual folks they sometimes need a hand to be able to touch a fulcrum that they can't really get into themselves because there's a subconscious block i can help you there i can help you there if you go on my website loveenergetics.com. It's www.l-o-v-e-n-e-r-g-e-t-i-c-s.com. Joshua Rame, give me a try. Especially at a distance, I'm I'm really good at any distance. But if you're in the San Diego area, come to the office, get a session with me. And uh, everybody's raised their rates forty percent. Basically, you go to get a burrito, it's forty percent more. Milk, eggs, 40% more. I've kept my prices the same through the whole pandemic. I'm not passing those costs on to you. Everything's already so damn expensive anyway. <laughs> so I am still very reasonably priced. And uh, people, colleagues that have the same level of training me charge $200 more than I do, usually an hour. Yo, I'm trying to get you a lot of work. So if you need a lot of work, invest in yourself. Life's too short. Time is ticking. World War III could have happened ages ago. We're still breathing. We're still going. You could still grow. You have time today to grow. Say some affirmations. Say some mantras. Get it going. You have time. Eat something delicious. Do what you want. If you're looking for guidance, there's so many avenues. Like I said, Sadhguru is one. If you're more mentally, uh, if you have more mental acuity, go with Rupert Spira. He's based out of England. Marvelous. If you're more heart-centered, Muji. If you're just looking for basics of basics, Eckhart Tolle would be great. Elmer O. Locker Jr on youtube his videos are fabulous if you're trying to specially learn how to manifest this guy knows how to manifest i'll tell you right now he is a certified friggin wizard the grandson of one of neville goddard's original inner circle vip inner circle he can teach you how to manifest your dreams manifest your life exactly the way you want it done by the creative use of your imagination mantras affirmations decrees All of these are scientific uses of your consciousness to make happen what you want to make happen in your life. And life's too short to let the rest of the world program it for you. It'll program you right into misery. So take this advice, if you take any advice. Work on yourself today, whether it's the physical. Do 10 push-ups like my friend Chad said. Just 10, and you'll feel better. Do something like stretching, yoga, the five rights to get, get those meridians opened up. Feel love for everyone in your life and everything, every object that surrounds you could could take your appreciation and love. All of them. And you'll receive more by doing so. Mentally, take an inventory of things that are going well that you could be thankful for. It could be 10 things. Write down 10 things that are going well. Start with 5 if you have to, but go to 10. Push yourself to 10. Just like if you get 10 push-ups, go to, go to 15 or 20 push-ups. And spiritually meditate if you don't know how to meditate there's plenty of people online that could teach you how sad guru has a free app it's free and he has like 10 different meditations on there each one will blow your mind me and my wife even listen to them as we go to sleep many times it's a joy anyway i love you all you're all god's children all spirit's children allah's children yahweh's children You are wonderful, and your true nature is spirit, not this mind and not this body. Create a little space between those three, and you'll feel great. Go see the Super Mario movie. It's fantastic. Anyway, I love you very much, and I hope you've enjoyed this uh, little podcast, and I'll be speaking to you next week. Let's all upgrade. Let's level up, okay? All right, I'll see you all there. Peace.